Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore practicing presence, finishing creations. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. Johnny Dent Jr. said, never be afraid to offer a smile. The risk is that a few foolish people may misinterpret your kindness as weakness. But the sweet reward is that you will make new friends and encourage others. The foolish will learn the error of their ways because you did at least show them your teeth. How do you feel when you start new creative projects? Do you have a habit of starting things and working on them for a while and then not completing them? It takes conscious action to continue through all the steps to complete projects. If you stop midway through, it is a waste of your time, a waste of your energy, and valuable resources. A quick outline will help and point you in the right direction, and a simple budget will help guide your use of resources. So you can take your task list, and really, um, when you are more um, present with your, your projects, you can break it into smaller tasks and focus on one part at a time. Today, we're exploring how to keep our energy and our enthusiasm higher as we step forward in the creation process, and that also helps uh, to be maintaining that so we can finish something um, that, you know, we're, we're not trying to wait for the whole thing to finish, but we can finish some part of it every day. So why are people usually not, I mean, what causes people to not finish tasks? Some of it um, has to do with a very basic emotional uh, feeling of fear of being evaluated. And people typically don't like to have uh, a situation where they're going to feel themselves being put into a situation of being judged. And when we think in terms of, okay, I'm always working on a project, it's not quite complete, so anyone observing it's going to not be knowing that um, either it's, it exists or if, if you have it out there in the, in the discussion points, it's not complete. So there's really no reason to judge it or give an opinion of it or, or, or. So some of the concept is that um, when a completion is um, prolonged for whatever reason or someone just keeps you know, it rolling forward, it's avoiding the fear of, of maybe that um, judgment. So, incompletion is really a definite definite um, area that it, it's saying that we're leaving something unfinished. And when we are trying to be present, it can be a big hindrance to having, uh, you know, our lives where we're not fully present. 
because if we think in terms of completion, it means that um, we have more space and we also are present in this area. And uh, we try to um, actually finish something um, and having it so that we're conscious of this, we're changing some behavior in a way. Um, how do we feel? And in, um, in the process of not completing something, some people have a, a problem in, with that completely because they may not feel comfortable or they might be distressed that they're not able to uh, finish something. So some of it can be like a psychological uh, situation. Um, there have been studies that we're looking at uh, in the past, you know, um, where people have been doing different things, tasks and whatever. And a lot of times it has been interesting that um, un, uh, when, when people have been interrupted in a process or on tasks, um, there are quite a few that um, didn't remember being interrupted or they didn't remember what they were working on. And when we look at this too, it's interesting because some of the effect too is that people remember negative experiences and feelings rather than positive ones. So when they, they look at from a, a, a mental process going on, um, if there's negative in, uh, inputs or messages that we, we draw upon, we're saying, oh, wow, um, we're going to be remembering the um, situation and we want to avoid uh, negatives in a way. And actually, when we start looking at um, some of these tests, you know, people can shift their situations, so they're going to remember more of positive parts. And with the results tending to not forget um, or, or to be forgotten for, for motivation to perform uh, a completed task, sometimes we find that there is little motivation to um, remember something we finished. And... Um, we've had a, a big effort sometimes trying to remember or to stay focused on uh, jobs that haven't been finished because or having unfinished projects. And so it's almost to the opposite. And um, we remember what, what we don't complete, especially if it's negative. And then we tend not to remember what we have completed. So um, that's kind of an interesting um, test area of data out there. And um, this all impacts our life. And it's, can, some of it can be a stress level of daily hassles and frustrations. And if we have a lot of uncompleted tasks and parts of our lives and we have um, different uh, procrastination and we have different um, approaches to this, it can be very stressful and we can feel hassled or frustrated. So we, we look at um, it's a mental and emotional energy that we want to um, be looking to build a different presence in ourselves so that essentially the um, 
it's it's like getting more connected in regard to how we observe uncompleted tasks that we may have done and maybe we want to build a little bit into our system here that um, we want to say okay well we want to look at more completion how do we stay more present and complete different things so I think there's a lot of behavioral experiments that have been done in this area too, and it um, is some of it is habit setup, or how do we set up a habit that would be actually being able to um, allow ourselves in our process, you know, as we're planning, uh, testing out different ways to say we're going to complete everything that we're trying to accomplish in, in the project area. We want to invest enough time and we want to look at the amount of energy and focus attention we need for each task so that we can invest in it the right amount so that it gets to a completion. So in this process too, we're making a new habit and habits take a bit to um, actually build a new habit and also have it um, show up again as, as you step forward into your life. Um, as we start working from the completion perspective, we're going to have a different emotion too. We're going to be having uh, fulfillment, feelings of inner peace possibly um, as we complete things. It becomes, it's, it's like a character builder almost. And um, then we are also having memory of in, uh, incompleted things that uh, weigh in on us, like almost the baggage part. And um, it's also taking time to uh, know that when you do this, you're going to feel better when you walk into your home or your location and, and or sit down in your focus, you're going to not feel quite so scattered and maybe you'll feel lighter. So when we have closure and completion, um, it lowers stress levels and we can maybe uh, accomplish more in the, the bigger picture as we have more presence and ability to complete things in our life. Um, so it's good to uh, sit down and, and take notice it's almost like an in inventory of unfinished processes. Um, we want to maybe take notice and not so much put them on the to-do list, but take notice what is, as you go about in your life, um, what areas feel incomplete or unresolved and, um, and do it in a, maybe a priority order. Um, putting us in a, a tag to it from an emotional or energy way so that when you really think about it in terms of emotion and energy, you could maybe have a weight for it um, so that it becomes a higher priority um, actually because we're releasing more energy. It's like like a diet in a way. So you're going to be carrying, sometimes when we carry these unfinished projects or possibly you, you have them all around you, um, when you have this kind of a environment, um, it could be very heavy feeling. And so when we release this or we finish things or we, we strategize so that we can let these go, um, we're going to actually be letting go and feeling more liberated, feeling um, lighter, um, and it's not like we're 
losing something, we're letting it go. So it can be actual baggage. So um, it depends upon how your personality is too. It, it's looking at how we approach something um, and do we really think of this in terms of um, a problem. I mean, possibly we don't have an issue with it. We just carry on and work on things as they come up or as they become more, um, you know, they're more um, significantly um, heavy or maybe they shift themselves around based upon your focus. And creativity can be, you know, we're talking about um, finishing create creations. Um, as a creative person myself, too, why is creativity important? You know, to start with, it, it, it is a um, very interesting topic because some people don't feel creative, so they don't even think of themselves in that term. And um, so, you know, as we look at the, um, the topic of creativity, we want to sort out how does it contribute to anything we're doing. Um, that's a kind of a broad brush, but um, creativity really uh, helps our minds. It helps to free our minds and we are able to absorb knowledge more easily. So when we're learning, if we're not feeling a creative process, um, some of the learning can become a, a challenge and that um, makes it difficult to proceed with new uh, approaches or trying to take decisions and looking at creativity helps to also give alternative thinking processes that can take a look at uh, different decisions to make um, something better. Um, as we're talking about habits, really habits are patterns that we have, we, we get on autopilot and uh, what creativity can do is when we take opportunity to give ourselves an open feeling or openness in this area, it can help unblock habits that are old patterns and give us a different way to look at it. So um, it connects us to ourself too and, and gives our opportunity for our hearts and minds to open um, a bit and uh, allows for us to look at our uniqueness um, and and look at talents maybe that we haven't seen for a long time or maybe open up so that it connects us with our passion, which then helps to carry on with uh, a different approach. So creativity really helps to nurture a sense of ourselves, being with ourselves, but also with others and can help bring people together to work in teamwork. So there's a lot of studies that have been done as to um, how teamwork um, and cooperation is very important um, through all of our school, through our work, um, but it does also, it's important and yet it can create all kinds of uh, challenges too. It, it depends upon people to interconnect and be um, in relationships that are maybe different. And uh, there's a lot of different cultures and subcultures. Um, but when we connect and, and work in a, a higher per perspective, 
um, we might have a different confidence level. And as we are building our confidence, um, we can also be uh, looking for other influences and be curious and be able to exchange. Uh, creativity really opens the creative um, curiosity that is what um, a lot of kids start out with. And then they get into a pattern of learning that might um, just shut that down. And then they look at it later in life going, wow, why am I not curious about something? I feel that that is important. And um, curiosity is also what in, encourages questions. And so um, young people ask a lot of questions because they want to know and they're curious about it. So hopefully um, there's a voice that helps to um, identify the curiosity, but also say, wow, that's encouraging to have that curiosity and look for other thoughts and processes because it it can connect patterns, it can connect things together, capture ideas and visions. Um, we can really look at things in a, a way that um, possibly our friends and family don't look at different things that same way, but it, it actually opens participation and says, this is a unique observation, and this is what my observation is um, about. But it gives opportunity to share. And um, a lot of it is helping people to become more present and looking at, um, you know, not just passively participating, but also listening and exploring and discovering different things that possibly they wouldn't be able to do on their own or maybe they're doing on their own, but they're able to do this in a encouraged way. And um, so creativity really is something that motivates and stimulates um, the exploration and uh, coming beyond a system that has just words because words really are exciting in a lot of ways, but they're very unique and they also have a different experience for everyone. So the, the words are an area that um, can be limiting in some ways, but uh, when we're uh, exploring beyond the words into more depth, it can be very surprising and also joyful and fun. Uh, experience. So there are different ways to learn and as we engage ourselves in these different styles of patterns of learning, uh, we might come up with something differently from someone else, even with a different approach. And it allows us to have individual attitudes and views and um, solve problems in a different way. I mean, our minds become more open and in the generations of people uh, from history, you know, that's um, creativity and um, a lot of what, you know, goes along with it is what has helped to um, not have closed minds and uh, gives us a different perspective. So it creates a collective thinking process and um, we can inspire not just ourselves, but others around, around us, um, supporting resilience. And, um, you know, creativity really is uh, 
one of the m most important experiences that we have. And in history, um, it has been historically very um, much a part of you know how art, music, poetry, um, different self-expression was generated. And it's not something just for fun, but we do pass time and uh, essentially becomes part of our lives when we want to um, explore things. I mean, there's a whole basic setup of how creativity helps to um, get our, ourselves started in this process too. So it's, it's something that we have to be careful in our observations and our relationships with ourselves that uh, we take this opportunity to allow ourselves to explore and look at this with a very um, opportunity focus for being present with that as much as possible. On that note, we're going to talk about, um, or we're going to uh, take a pause and, um, and have this as a creation time for ourselves for a quick pause, and we will be right back after my D note here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space to Pause. We're talking today about practicing presence, finishing creations. And creations um, have a basis point of, you know, working with a creative process. Usually creations are what we end up with in all of this. It, it is um, sourced by taking time and space in our lives to be creative and uh, focusing on different things that um, we feel like, you know, are of excitement to us to to 
take care of in a creative way. Um, interesting idea of being more creative. You know, it, it um, in the scientific article there was a, a note saying that researchers found that um, the it helps to predict a longer life, and they found that um, there was a decreased mortality rate. And there's a reason, you know, for this because it looks, you know, as if we're in this pattern, we're also um, using it uh, in a way to draw upon other networks within our brains. And there's research that actually says that creating art is, is really a way to de decrease negative emotions. It helps to reduce stress and anxiety and it improves different things that have to do with uh, health and um, process, you know, in our living environments. So it's a way also to solve problems because uh, when we are creative, we have a different way of looking at different uh, problems. And instead of coming from a linear situation or logics, our create, creative side can actually look at a situation from all kinds of angles. And we see things differently. We're able to deal with uncertainty. Um, we know that um, creative feelings, we're, we have a little higher energy because we're, we're feeling um, not just on top of things, but we're also looking at things from a, a more confidence being creative helps us to have a higher feeling of um, uh, confidence. And we know that um, there's a lot of possibility of being open and vulnerable. Uh, when we start sharing our art, uh, we do take a risk of saying, okay, what we're creating uh, may never see uh, seem to be what people are looking for, but you're the creator, so it has helped you as you've been engaging in the, the creative process. So it may not be the art that is what's going to reflect here, but also just maybe you're gathering a greater confidence in yourself and you discover that um, everything has a start, a beginning, an ending, and if the ending feels like it didn't quite meet the mark of everyone understanding or how whatever your art presentation was, that failure is a different word that is in that. And yet, if we see failure as something that's survivable and we know that we can grow from it, it helps us to um, judge our own work and say, okay, well, maybe our focus wasn't quite right. So we can release that fear and take on um, an even um, higher order of uh, looking at it, not as so much a risk of failing, but you're exploring, you're researching. And as we work in this process, um, art itself is not just art for being creative, but we look at it that um, it is something to experiment with and have fun with, um, coming up with not just from a fear perspective, but finding this is part of being um, active and ha using creative thinking skills. Um, there are different ways to actually um, use the skills in ways in different professions and workplaces. So creativity 
can be useful not only to artists, designers, writers, and marketers, but it's really indispensable in all professions. And creative thinking is a way to look at something new and in different ways so that you're looking for solutions, not just um, one tunnel of solution, but opening it up so you're more innovative. And um, that creative thinking is applied to a lot of different things in our lives. Um, It basically means uh, thinking outside the box. And sometimes creativity is thought to be lateral thinking. And um, that's the ability to perceive patterns that are not obvious. Um, It might be also taking a look at tasks, looking at um, devising a new way to carry out the tasks or combining different tasks together can be more productive. And taking something that maybe wasn't um, really clear, like um, if you take a look at certain things and maybe look at it in combination, it might become more stratified, so it becomes more efficient. there's a different perspective that you're taking a look at. And then that presentation to others about that, you're going to maybe find some other connections. It's a skill that can also be developed and um, creative thought in in our uh, workplaces really looks at it from a different uh, attitude of some technical plus other kinds of um, ways to look at something and and possibly have an aha moment um, in that uh, area. So we can take a little look at some examples here that um, we have different ways to apply this. If you're in the artistic um, world and um, you don't have to really be an artist, but um, perhaps you're Uh, designing something on display or you're shaping something to go together. Um, It could be also looking at writing and advertising copy, creating uh, something for a product or having it not just for um, a product, but you could design something that has to do with a basic business logo. Um, You can use it uh, creativity on problem-solving Um, that turns out to be innovative. So looking for different solutions, maybe be able to um, have a group brainstorm method going in your team where you can look for different ways to to, um, reduce resource issues, um, putting uh, focus on a budget, um, and having different strategies that uh, come along. Um, so it, it's taking the time to understand not just that it is creativity, but also that it's a, a moment of um, acting in a way that helps to uh, look at projects from a different angle. And in that, there are going to be ways to find things that um, help you know, that change habits and assumptions. And creative thinking can be expressed in a lot of different ways. You know, like um, from a thinking process, you might be able to put it together in an analysis that others can understand. This also is requiring a different ability. So you you have a way of examining something and you're curious about it. You're, 
you're um, looking at it, you're learning about it, but you also want to take time in that process to not just examine things, but also understand what do they mean in the language. Um, it, as we are analyzing something, it may not be clear to other people. So we want to set aside some assumptions here saying, okay, this is what we started with. We look at things in a new way. We come along with an open mind and maybe we have solved a problem and we may not see that um, totally because we're so close to it. So we want to step back a little bit a bit here because then we can observe and think about um, a presentation possibly that others would relate to without feeling um, that they're getting inundated with so much data, you know, maybe what we call down in the weeds, but having a, a, you know, assumptions and biases that we can present so that there's you know, a process that we've gone through, this is what we've ended up with. Um, it helps to actually be able to step through some of these processes in a way to um, organize the information as you're going to. If you're if you have the need to um, not just interpret information but also be able to explain it later uh, as you're going through the processes, you can um, then uh, put language on it so that you're. Uh, not just in a technical way, but you're putting together words that others can explain what you're doing in a way they might grasp it without having to do a whole lot of relearning themselves. So communication is very important because if you're uh, effective with communication in all aspects, you're going to have uh, not just written communication or explaining something, but you're your creative idea or solution could actually be a, a, a solver of something that is huge in the way of making something more efficient. But if we don't um, have all of the components for it, it becomes difficult on the receiving end to um, have that understanding. So it's important that we um, are listening correctly, uh, even on the receiving end of someone's explanation. Um, we want to benefit um, from uh, this research. We know that we want to benefit from um, the analysis and looking at it from that creative aspect. It's, it's exciting to be able to be part of a new process that's, um, that is a solution to something that's you know, an issue. And when we think about our own creative nature, we are saying, okay, well, this is, um, we're able to demonstrate our creativity in different ways. And so this also gives us opportunity to identify the language and explain some something that maybe is um, technical, but bring it down into a language that um, is helpful. And when we organize and communicate in different ways that help highlight some of these uh, skills ourselves as we're in the process of explaining something, other people are going to get excited as well. And that excitement is part of that creative process that is um, the front end of creativity. That's where we also start with a lot of energy. And sometimes we get to a point in our flow 
where it's actually um, finding that you know we are just either inundated with too much and we are shutting down and we don't finish something or we start up with an, another um, creative project that's maybe um, a different angle that we started with originally and we leave the other one unfinished. So it becomes um, interesting when we're, we're surrounded by unfinished projects, um, it becomes uh, kind of um, garbage in a way. Uh, it's a uh, creative clutter and can be very overwhelming because we have so much clutter anyway around us as we are uh, in our lives, you know, not just ideas and, and this, this creativity, but also a lot of physical clutter. Um, there's a lot of distractions, and um, as we get more and more clear about the patterns that we want to do in the, and clearing not just the physical clutter, because there's a lot of possibility of higher energy, and uh, as we get more organized and we're, we're actually um, organizing in a way that we can find things a lot better and we feel better about them. Um, it's not just our mindsets. It's it's a lot of um, looking around and saying, okay, we're going to take the approach that uh, we want to uh, have. You know, a routine that helps to you know be basic in in a lot of different areas of our lives. And routines can be uh, can take a little bit of of investigation. It's a experimenting with things that um, build habits and there's a lot of study that's been around habits, the formation of habits. How does a habit become a habit and also out from there a routine is based on the habit. So there usually um, habits are are associated with a cue so what that means is there's a different routine based, you know, there's a process. And so we um, get a routine down and we practice and it, we're present with it for long enough, it becomes a habit. And usually when it becomes a habit, there's little consciousness in that um, thought. So we want to look at um, what is what does it take to actually get our routines and habits so that we are looking at something that is um, in our behavior. We're looking to finish something that we've started. And so some of that approach is uh, taking time to not just establish a routine and a habit, but also get it so that it becomes, as we go along through our days and our being practice, um, you know, they say that it takes 21 days to to actually cultivate a, a process here so that some of this is then taking the time to cultivate a process during every day as we are applying ourselves to our uh, creations. And they're creations of all kinds, you know, in your work, in your life, in your, in your physical space. And as we do this, we're going to have um, the effect of the totality of this is to have a better positive change where we're, we're looking at um, this in a bigger picture too. These also help 
to cultivate new habits and um, habits so that you know it helps support you know the the lightness that we might be seeking. You know we're opening, um, getting more open to change. So how do we do this? Um, we we really um, want to take time to. Uh, start this out every morning with a goal. Um, we want to be looking for ways to support ourselves. And as we do this, um, asking ourselves questions, you know, what, um, you know, what is it I want to start out today? Why is it important for myself in this list of focus that you're doing? And when you become... Um, in the process, it becomes the routine where you're applying this. You're going to find yourself more accomplished every day and also more positive. And so by the end of the day, when you are able to, to um, think back and be in a gratitude mode, um, looking at all of the, the finished possibilities that have been showing up and also how, how you applied you know, this as a change of habit in the, the finishing mode, um, it's going to feel very light. You're going to feel much more elevated. And we also um, look at uh, how these help each other. So as you're completing and finishing in one area of your life, you're going to find that attitude is going to flow into other areas so that it becomes almost a regular habit of taking something on and um, and then finding that uh, you feel better as you go because you're stepping into more of, okay, um, my tasks are completed on time and, and within the schedule, I'm able to sleep better. I'm able to not be quite so uh, mentally challenged with clutter. Um, I'm going to have better sleep. We're going to be looking at um, how does you know, the clarity help because clarity helps you also be more efficient. So as we go along with these benefits, we're finding that um, there is a plan and there is a way to have it so that um, our ability to be able to take on different things and um, we're able to say, okay, well, this is, this is what is needed here. We can take this time to do this and focus on, on that, that other process. So on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back shortly. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule. 
or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space to Pause. I'm Dee Lee, and we're talking about um, practicing presence, finishing creations. And it's interesting, we all have different issues with how we approach something, and we um, we have different approaches in how we start something, um, and our idea of creativity is different. Um, what matters is we are uh, saying um, our creative process and our abilities um, are our own, but we also want to look at different ways to accomplish things and also learn from that too. So there's different strategies that um, possibly are helpful if you have creative blocks and and finding this block, you know, you're you're stopped. You're stopped right there on the the whole process. And so um, here are some thoughts possibly that will help. Um, we want to empower ourselves to um, overcome, you know, this blockage. And that can be very detrimental to the success of what you're trying to do from a creative perspective. If you're doing something um, that matters and we're, we're stopped in that process, it can create a, a lot of frustration and procrastination so that um, it also can um, be something that uh, if you're able to rise above it, you know, we're empowering ourselves to say, okay, well, I am identifying that I have created myself a situation here, you know, so what do you do? You come up with some way of breaking down your process into different way than you had started and say, okay, I'm going to try this um, and have it broken into smaller pieces and in those smaller pieces I can do this so you're taking a can do attitude and not just having an ex, you know expression of of um, procrastination saying oh well, I have to wait another month or I'm just going to give up so um, again we're our worst critic and um, a lot of times the crit critic is um, is on a stream of negative language for ourselves because you know that's how a lot of times we relate to ourselves we're not happy and we're we have this language stream that just goes on and on so you want to put up the big stop sign and say Whoa, wait a minute we're going to take a different route here we're going to um, look at it that um, possibly what you were looking at and felt like there were deadlines, um, possibly it's just an idea. Maybe you were working just with an idea, 
And that was all that was in the imagination. It was out there. You were trying to do make something real about it. And possibly um, you wanted to have a, a goal for you to finish something at a certain point, but it wasn't really a deadline. And when you're finishing something for yourself, you can actually move the deadline if that's not going to be possible to be completed. Um, It's when we move things too long or too far ahead, possibly we get um, sidetracked easier. So moving something forward to yourself, saying, okay, I'm going to, again, break this down into um, smaller bits. So I'm going to be doing something every day. And um, as you're doing this, too, you can um, sprinkle some of these possibly throughout your day. So it's a um, creative choice uh, to do that and might be uplifting energy that carries you the whole day. So um, as you're completing everyday work, you can come along in a week and go, my gosh, look what I accomplished. And I'm very excited about this. And now I'm at this level of, of assignment. I can actually take on the next phase possibly and when we do this we're going to break down the items so that we can see the the building blocks and that helps us to move forward um, we each have different styles and approaches on this so it, you would have to just tech, test it out and say okay well this is how i'm approaching this i'm going to start in the morning and have it so that um, i have a 15 minute window here to um, check out certain things or move something along and it's that motion you know is is actually rather than parking it off to the side i'm not going to do it today because i have no time it's taking it and being creative with your time too you own your time we all have the same amount of time it's how do we use it so when we do this too we also have um possibility to um be in control more to avoid other things. So it's possible that you might want to uh, learn the word no and no, um, where we a lot of times have uh, an open block of things and all of a sudden our schedule's all filled up because colleagues have said, okay, I need your time, I need your time. So you suddenly are out of time and you are taking on too many opportunities we can look at those as opportunities or issues. Um, a lot of that is um, saying, okay, well, I just am not trying to be rude, um, but I just, at this point, that's no thank you. And you can be nice about it. You can um, park it into your your um, idea folder or put it aside to look at later if it doesn't really fit in with the um, scheduling right now. So as we look through this process, once we have gotten to a point of um, completing something in a, in a draft mode, um, if it's a book, it's a different, or if it's a piece of art, it's different. But when we think of it in this level of what strategy we started in coming up with a first version of something, um, we can take a look at it a little differently. And when we take a look at the versions and what, you know, sometimes we actually become more um, particular ourselves. We're looking for imperfections and we're looking at something as, my gosh, this just does not feel right. This is uh, way beyond um, 
this is not what I felt I was creating, you know, so uh, some of it you want to be careful how long it, number one, how long does it take to get there, but also to take a look at things as you're coming through the that um, first draft level, uh, give yourself a break and also take a, a, a bit of space or give it some space so that you can share your work with someone else and know that um, and they can also take it on as um, a looking at it from not just um, this is a completed something, but also give you some ideas possibly if it's open for that kind of review. So some of this is looking at projects in a different way and uh, looking at ways that we can um, be successful in the process and have it so that it, it does move along in the right uh, direction and uh, be supportive of what you're trying to accomplish in the long run too. So um, some of this is some study of, of projects and making a plan and how do you work your plan. So again, there's different ways um, having people that are helping you be accountable to deadlines. Um, the first deadline should be selective, um, selected by yourself in a way if you're doing this for yourself so that you can actually own the planning. And uh, when you set the deadline, um, you know that that's kind of a time frame. You know, you would like to have different things, but if it's unreasonable goal or unreasonable with other things, you can move it. And um, when you do this, you're going to feel much more on, on track with what you're creating and also feeling the, um, not just the responsibility, but also knowing the possibility. So when we take time to really own some of this, you know, it's, it's like looking at things in a different way. You know, we might look at, um, you know, taking a, a different view and by looking at different views and opening up to the possibilities um, and being creative in not just ourselves, but also we look at it from a whole different open unfolding possibility. Um, it's like a flower, it's like a blossom. And uh, some of this, we look at moments that we've missed. You know, we've learned a lot from nature and um, nature is basically limitless. We learn to respect, we can admire her, um, we can emulate her ways, and we want to explore out there in nature. Um, Mother Nature has a lot of creativity all just right there. It's very abundant. And you can start that journey now. Um, I wrote a poem concerning this as the, from the creating and the essence of senses. When I open my eyes, I feel or I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my local vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I'm enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I'm made of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. And in that, on that note, um, we have a you know opportunity to realize you know where we um, can help 
ourselves and solve problems with creativity. Uh, creativity gives us a lot of um, good energy, uh, a lot of uplifting um, process if we take it on and work it and become um, in our habit forming, able to take it from start to finish in an uplifted view. And that uplifted view is where you want to be so that you can carry on and be in a, a higher mode. And on that note, um, we are going to take a pause and we will look forward to being with you next time. joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.